Let's read Acts, Acts chapter 1, verse 1 to 8. And after read, we, we are going to pray. The Word of God says, In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he showed himself to these men and gave many convincing, convincing, convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them for uh, over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave to them this comment, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have reheard from me. From John baptized with water, but in few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So when they met together, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, it is not to you to know the times or dates that the Father has set for his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem, in all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the world. Let's pray. Lord, we pray tonight. We, we thank you for our living word. Thank you for the worship time. Thank you for your presence, Lord. We are gathered here in your name. We need you, Lord. We thank you. We are thankful for everything you have done. But we know you always have more for us. Give to us something fresh tonight. Give us some kind of new experience with you. We know, we, we believe you have a fresh anoint for this season of our lives. A lot of things are changing in the world right now. But you are the everlasting God. You never change. You are so powerful. You are so merciful. And we know you have something powerful for us, powerful to us in this time. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. The, 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 the title of my message today is The Fresh Anointing for a New Season. All of us, we are seeing what's happening in the world in this last 10 months, 11 months. We are seeing that the, the, all the world are in a process of transformation. I don't know when this pandemic finish, if we are going to see the world as we used to be. I don't know how long it would take for us to, to be able to sit everybody together, to give hugs, to shake hands like we used to do before. I have no idea. A lot of things are changing. But one thing I know, God is not seated, surprised with everything that's happening, like, oh, I didn't know about this COVID-19. Oh, I didn't know about Brexit. I didn't know about all this mess. No, his reign, his sovereign, he's so powerful. He's in control after everything. He can transform any curse, any problem in a big blessing for our lives in Jesus' name. God spoke to me so powerful last week. I was praying. I'm praying with my, my church for something that God put in our hearts. Then we start to pray. Start to pray for a new season. We start to pray for a breakthrough. Amen. This year, as I told you, we are, it's going to be our 18th anniversary. So we are not going to be a, a, a young church anymore. We're going to be 18 years church. 
So I believe God has something new for us. And then they start to pray. I know that God has something new for this church as well. God has something new for our pastor calling die. He's, you know, he's doing, God is doing amazing thing in his life. And I know God has something fresh for us for this season, Jesus name. Then God put this passage in my heart, not just this one, others as well. But here we see what's happened. Jesus, after his resurrection, he appeared for his disciples for around 40 days, teaching them about the things of kingdom of God. He manifests himself for around 500 people. Then when he was about to ascend to heaven, when he is very close to, to go back to heaven, to the place where he came from, he gave a command for this church. Read it to me, verse 4. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave to them this command. I read in NIV, in other passages maybe it is different, but this word, it was a command, it was a order. Do not leave Jerusalem before, receive the Spirit. Do not go, do not do anything, do not use your experience you have with me for three years, over three years. You, you need the Holy Spirit, you need. They were about to see some shift. They got used to walk with Jesus for three years, more than three years actually. Then Jesus was with them physically, but they were very close to see a shift. The shift where the physical presence of Jesus wouldn't be with them again, uh, no more. Jesus was about to go to heaven again. Then God, Jesus, gave to them this command. We live in a kind of time that uh, if you are so strong in something you say, some people will say to you, oh, you're not politically political correct. You, 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 you shouldn't say Jesus command, Jesus suggest. But it's not the word. It wasn't a suggestion. Oh, guys, I will give a suggestion for you guys. Would be nice, if you want, of course. Would be nice if you could stay in Jerusalem until receive the promise of my father, the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It wasn't a suggestion. It wasn't a kind of, uh, oh, if you like, it would be nice. No, 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 no. It was a command. Stay. It was a spiritual determination. Stay here. It's not like, a, you know, a, a, we always think in Jesus in terms of a very sweet Jesus. He is sweet, but he is strong as well. He's the lamb. But he's also he's a liar. He's so powerful, God. He gave to us this determination. Do not start anything in your flesh. Do not start in anything with your own power because our power is too literal. Too literal compared with the power of God in our lives in Jesus' name. We live in a very challenging times. What is challenging? But at the same time, it is very exciting because I know God is in control. He is in control of everything to our lives in Jesus' name. He has a fresh anointing for, you, for us. Our experience of, with God is not a kind of one-off experience. I'm a believer for over 27 years, almost 28. And I've met a lot of Christians. Always they talk about the spiritual life using the past as reference. 
Oh, in the past, I used to be this. In the past, I used to do that. Oh, I remember 1990-something. Oh, you know, it is good to be grateful. But I cannot have just the past as a reference. I cannot have just a, a, a kind of feeling that the best part of my life, my spiritual journey, is somewhere in the past. I believe the best part of my life is somewhere in the future. God has something new prepared for my life and for our life in the name of Jesus Christ. We need to be open because we cannot live off the, just of the past experience. God has new things for us in the name of Jesus Christ. Sometimes, my friends, we go through difficult times. We got tired. We got exhausted. We got disappointed. We got frustrated. We used to be, another day I was speaking with a friend of mine. He, he doesn't, she doesn't live in this, in this country. She lives in another country. And she, she told me a very interesting thing. You know, Marcelo, I haven't seen you. I have seen you. I have watched you. For a time you lost your shine, your shine because you'll be a, a shine person in terms of uh, the flow of the spirit. For a lot of, for a good time, for a good season, I was under so much pressure, so much hardship. That was, I was serving, serving the Lord. I was doing the things of God, but I was in a kind of, you know, spiritual oppression. I don't know if someone knows what I'm talking about. Probably you know, you know. But uh, it was a season. God can restore us. God can do anything new in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Maybe you are going through a very tough time because we are going through a pandemic, a lot of economic things happening, a lot of unemployment. We don't know if we can have book, if we can book holidays for this next summer. We know nothing, but one thing we know, God is in control in the name of Jesus Christ. He has new things prepared for us. One verse, I think it was the first verse I learned in the Bible when I was reading the Bible for the first time. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. The word of God says, What no eyes has seen, what no ear has heard, what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. How many of you love God here? How many of you love God in your house or wherever you are? I love Jesus. If you love Jesus, no eyes has seen, no ears have heard, no human mind has conceived the things that God has prepared for me and for you. Just the Spirit can reveal for us. Because the verse 10, the Word of God says, the Spirit of God, take the things of God and put in my heart and your heart. So instead to be hopeless, instead to be oppressed with a lot of bad news, or hard disciples or whatever, I can be full of holy expectation. Amen. I can be full of a hope, a living hope in my heart because I know he's in control in the name of Jesus Christ. He has a fresh power for my life and for your life. When we read, we read Acts chapter 3 and 4, we see the first, the first problem that church faced. In the chapter 3 and 4, we see that passage when Peter and Joe, John, they were going to the temple. Then was, there was a guy, he was, uh, was sick, he was a paralyzed guy, he, was, he couldn't walk, and he was sitting at the door of the temple. And then Peter said to him, I have no gold, I have no silver, but what I have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, 
be healed. Stand up. And the guy, stand up, come inside of the temple, praising the Lord. And then what's happened with Peter and John? Afterwards, they went to the jail. The, the authorities, the priests, the Sadducees took them, took them to the jail. They slept in the jail. And another day, they came to Peter and said to Peter, which, which authority you did this kind of thing? And then Acts chapter 4, verse 8, the word of God says, Peter was full of the Holy Spirit. And said to them, in the name of Jesus Christ, this guy is walking right now. And then when they left the jail, they went to, to, to meet the, 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 the brothers. They went to, 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 to a place where they could pray together. When they finished to pray, when they left the jail and they went to, 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 the, the, to the gathering to pray with other Christians, they start to pray. And read with me, Acts chapter 4, verse 31. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and then spoke the word, the word of God boldly. Well, they were filled of the Holy Spirit in chapter 2, and they were filled of the Spirit again in chapter 4. And I want to tell you, God has more for your spiritual life. If you are thirsty, God is going to, God is going to Quench your thirst in Jesus' name. God has something fresh prepared for us in the name of Jesus Christ. We are not by ourselves. We have the helper, the Holy Spirit, the helper. When the word of God says in John 14, verse 26, 26 the helper is the paracletos. You know, I even speak English properly. I don't want you to try to speak Greek here. But I know this word, paracletos. The paracletos is the one who is in our sight. I have a, a, here, John chapter 14, 26, in the amplified version. But the helper, and then the helper is the comforter, the intercessor, the advocate, the counselor, the strengthener, the standby, the Holy Spirit, who the Father is sending my name in my place, to represent me in my behalf. He will teach you all things, and he will help you, help you remember everything that I have told to you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We have our helper. We have, we have the Holy Spirit. We are not by ourselves struggling, trying to do our best on my own strength. No, we have the Holy Spirit for this season. The season that is today, we are witness of the same thing that is changed history. In a couple of years' time, it's going to be very normal to say, to say it was before the pandemic or after the pandemic. I know this. I used to read about the 1929 crash that happened in the United States of America. A lot of things before the, the, the stock market crash, after. And we are going to see in a few years' time we are going to, re to, to mention this season. We are going to say, oh, before the pandemic was like this, but after the pandemic. We didn't live just before the pandemic or after the pandemic. We are living in pandemic. Amen. We are going through, but we are not going through this, all this challenge by ourselves. We have Jesus. We have the Holy Spirit with us. Another verse I want to read with you is 2 Timothy. 
Chapter 1, verse 6. Paul said to Timothy, Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of the gift of God which is in you. In NIV translation, I read New King James. In NIV translation says, For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God it is, which is in you. You know, most of you know I'm a Brazilian. I love barbecue. And we Brazilian, we, we almost never use gas barbecue or electric barbecue. We like charcoal, you know? We use charcoal. Then we put the fire in the charcoal, we start your barbecue. After 50 minutes, one hour, you see over the charcoal, there is a layer of, a layer of um, ashes. Then the temperature starts to come down. Then we know how it works. I mean, I, 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 love, I love to cook. I the thing I love the most is Jesus. I love my family. And I love to cook. I love to cook. You know, I love it. Then I love to, to feed people. I love to prepare. I mean, the official barbecue guy after Esteban went to, to, to Florida, I took his place. <laughs> God bless Esteban. So when you see that a lot of ashes over the, the charcoal, what you have to do? Have to take a stick and you need to steer it. Or you get a lid of a container of my wife, plastic one, and start to fun. So it's the same thing. Paul is saying to Timothy, therefore, Timothy, I ask you, fun into flame, the gift of God, which is in you. There is a gift in you. There is promise you. There is power of God in you. Sometimes we are like, uh, you know, the fire is extinguishing, the fire is going low and low and low, but it's just a matter of you. Take a position. Start to do something. It's your, it is your responsibility. To stir up, to fun into flame. We like it to put blame in, the, in other people. Oh, but no one pray for me. My pastor did, my spider did, my, my, my cell leader do not, blah, blah, blah. Something is not up to our pastor. Something is not to, up to anybody. It is up to us. Take this responsibility and say to, to God, God put a gift in me. God has promised to my life. I know he never changed his mind about me and about you. So what I'm going to do, Lord, put a fire in me again. It is a very little fire. I want to be on fire for God again in Jesus' name. I want more of you in the name of Jesus Christ. I want a fresh fire, fresh power for the seasons that I'm living right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Because it is the condition the sine qua non conditions. Without this, we will not survive. We need it. Holy Spirit in our lives. That disciples, they need to go through a kind of uh, spiritual alignment. It is very important. Because when Jesus told them, I command you guys, do not leave Jerusalem. Stay here until you receive the promise of my Father. You are going to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. You are going to receive a power of the Holy Spirit over your lives. And then, what they ask Jesus? Jesus, is that the time that you are going to restore the kingdom to Israel? Read with me, my friends. Verse, uh, verse 5. Verse 6, sorry. So then, so when they met together, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time 
going to restore the kingdom to Israel. Why they did ask this? They asked this because in their mind, the restoration of Israel would be a human restoration. Because they, they were, Israel was under um, Roman Empire domain. So in their mind, when the Messiah came, they would restore. And Israel would be again a kingdom like it was in the times of David. They were expecting a, a, a king like David. When they realized that Jesus was about to go to heaven, they would be by themselves, not by themselves. The helper, the, the Holy Spirit would be with them. They asked, Jesus, is that the time you are going to restore the kingdom to Israel? And the answer that Jesus gave to them is amazing. Verse 7, he said to them, it is not up to you to know the times or dates that the Father set by his own authority. Jesus, sometimes Jesus gave answers totally different than the people was expecting, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus, is that, is that the time you are going to restore the kingdom to Israel? And Jesus say, there is time. There's some things that's not up to you to decide. It's up to God to decide. This time, this season, established by God, by his own authority. And then verse 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit come on you. And you will be my witness in Jerusalem, in all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. My friends, Jesus was talking about which kind of kingdom? The kingdom inside of me, inside of you. In Luke chapter 17, verse 20 and 21, Jesus said, Do not expect, expect a kind of kingdom that someone is going to give a postcode for you. Take the address of this kingdom. It's happening there or there. Because the kingdom of God is inside of you. The manifestation of the kingdom. Of course, we cannot bear all the manifestation. Because if the, all the manifestation of the kingdom, the power of God in me, maybe I would explode. Like, like that move from Lucy, from Scarlett Johansson. She starts to, to develop his brain power. And then when God's 100%... She exploded. But I believe when Jesus gave this answer, you were expecting a kingdom like David's time. But I have a different kingdom for you. The kingdom of God is through the Holy Spirit inside of you. Everywhere you go, you go. Everywhere we go, the manifestation of the kingdom of God happened through me if, and you. If you are in a place where someone is sickening, the kingdom of God can manifest through your life to bring healing. You go for a place where there is hopeless and God uses you to bring hope for these people. Whatever, the Holy Spirit can bring the manifestation of his power through your life. Then we are salt and light in the world and people can see me and you and glorify Jesus because the presence of the Lord through Jesus, through the Holy Spirit is manifesting my life and new life, knowing my life just but through my life. Because I do not believe, my friends, that the God can bring a fresh anointing over my life just to me to shake, just to me to speak in tongues louder than anyone, because sometimes uh, I have seen things, you know, I'm pastor for a lot of years. I'm seeing things. We see conference, we see all night prayer meetings, we see people shaking. I, I have nothing wrong. I, if you want to shake, you shake, it's up to you. 
You know, we can speak in tongues, we can jump, we can shout. But when the, the real work of the church starts, when the service finishes. The real work of the church starts when the service finish, when I go home, when I go to my job, when I go to my house, when I go to, to my cell, when I go wherever God send me, the manifestation of God happened through my life and through your life. So why I believe God has something new, some fresh anointing for my life and through your life for this season, for two things. We need new levels of spiritual authority over our lives. I was, I was praying for some things, and God told me, I can give you to you, Marcella. I can do this in your life, but you need to be spiritual prepared. You need to prepare yourself. You need to prepare yourself. I have seen things, my friends. I know wisdom is very important. Knowledge is very important. We have natural, natural abilities. All these things are very important. But I don't know if you have seen. Sometimes we have everything to be successful. We have everything to do good, to hit the target. You work hard. You are not a lazy person. You work hard, you pray, and do your, your best. And sometimes like, you find that kind of spiritual resistance. Anyone know here what I'm talking about? You do your best, you, you study, you work hard, you know the theory about the things, but somehow, what's going on? What's not flowing? Where is the breakthrough? I think one of the first very nice words I, word, I, I learned in English was breakthrough. Oh, breakthrough, I like this, this, those words. I always pray for a breakthrough. I want to see a breakthrough in my life, in many areas of my life, but I need a fresh anointing over my life in the name of Jesus Christ, because some things is not by my power, it's not by my strength, it's by the Holy Spirit. God, Jesus, gave to us this command. I go back for the beginning of the mess. I'm, about, I'm, about, I'm almost finished. God gave to us this command, this order. Wait for the Spirit. Do not dare to try the things in your own strength. It is the root of a lot of frustration in the body of Christ. A lot of people frustrated. Oh, I don't know. Why the thing is not happening? Oh, it's, uh, now we have a good excuse. Anything blaming COVID-19. Oh, this COVID-19 is a problem. But, but sometimes it's not because the COVID-19. It's because we need something fresh from God for our lives. It, I come from a place of conviction, my friend. I, not bring, I, I do not bring to you a, a message. I am sharing with you a kind of personal conviction. If we wait in the presence of the Lord, God's going to give us new abilities in the spirit, new levels of authority, new levels of understanding, discernment, new levels of power. We need to be prepared, spiritually speaking, for this new season. You know, I know you know what I'm talking about. I don't need to convince you to try. Oh, you understand? Oh, it's a new revelation. No, it's not a new revelation. It's old revelation. It's 2,000 years revelation. Even more. If you read Zacharias 4, 6, when the, the prophet said, it's not by power, it's not by might, it's by my Holy Spirit. It is old things. But to know is one thing. To do is other thing completely different. It's time 
to wait in the presence of the Lord. I really thank Colin for the opportunity I had to preach here the first, the first Sunday of this month and preaching now in the last Sunday. The first Sunday, the message God put in my heart, the rewards of patience and faith. The reward of patience and faith. Waiting for the Lord patiently, full of a holy expectation. You know how many days they waiting for the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Ten days. Ten days they waiting. They waited for 10 days, but after 10 days, the Holy Spirit came and they received something. 120 people. <laughs> God doesn't need to a lot of people. 120 people full of the Holy Spirit bring to this world a powerful transformation that came to us until this day. And I want to tell you before I finish, wait in the presence of the Lord. God can give you something new today, yes. But sometimes we need to persevere. Tomorrow, if you need, if you have this conviction in your heart, I need, some, I need something new from God, ask him. Because if we, I'm a father, I have two girls, one 20, another one is gonna be 14. If I am full of failures, full of, uh, you know, I'm not perfect. I want to give good things for my daughters. Our heavenly, our heavenly Father, he's going to give the Holy Spirit for those who ask him. Amen.